Hey there, welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. I am Kelly Renato, your host, a mom of two, and a fitness and health enthusiast and encourager. I'm on a mission to help moms feel good about themselves, find time for themselves, and get their strength back so that every single day they can show up how they want to. I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed, unhealthy as a mom, anxious, worn out, and never enough. That is why I want to share with you every single week simple choices that have helped me to feel more confident and content. Each week I'll bring you a short dose of inspiration for you and your family, empowering you to show up for yourself, love who you are, and encouraging you to become more intentional every day with your choices so that you can feel stronger, more confident, and fulfilled. Are you ready to truly love who you are? Get out of that rat race, know that you're enough, and follow the path that you want to? It's time to nurture your mind, body, and soul. You get to make this choice every single day, and I want to help you. Let's start today. You ready? Here we go. Hey there. Welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. This is Kelly Renato, and I'm really happy you're here sharing this time with me. I pray it gives you encouragement or something to take away for yourself this week. Um, Everything I talk about is things that I feel like I'm constantly working on, I've learned from, or from someone else, and I just want to share it. My In my heart is to just reach as many moms, girls, ladies, people, whoever out there needs to hear the message, because I just feel that we all need encouragement. We all need small tips that can help us to feel better. And so I hope that if you get something from this, you share it with a friend or two. I would love to hear from you and hear that you got something from it. And of course, if you ever would want to leave a review, that would be wonderful because that just helps spread the word and just helps to reach more people. And I'd so appreciate that. So today we're going to talk about unconditional love and I feel like um, we all know what it is, and I think with our kids and people in our life, that's exactly what we strive for, but I do feel like sometimes it's hard, and I feel that it's not that we don't have unconditional love for those people in our life or our kids, but I want you to seriously think about your day-to-day life and interaction with these people. And this is something I work on every day. I'm not always good at it. Of course, I unconditionally love my family, my kids, the people in my life, my close, you know, the people in my small circle around me, and most anyone really, right? We say that as um, Christians, we have forgiveness, we give people grace. But I also think these day and age, there can be a lot of talk, especially, you know, there's so much communicating through social media, a lot of posting, how this is, how that is, but how are we truly interacting with the people in our life? And this is everyone, but I do want you to think about kids as well. I'm in the teenage stage, and I think that sometimes this can be tough because they're going through a lot, they're carrying a lot, And honestly, this past year, we're all carrying a lot, everyone, whether your husband still has a job, which um, probably a lot of pressure is coming with that, and it's probably changed a lot in the last year, or maybe they've lost their job. Regardless of what, we all have something, everyone you know, everyone in your life, everyone in your house, whether they're a kid, your spouse, or parents, 
We all have stuff. So I want us to pay attention because they always say you can't change other people, but we can change ourselves. And are we interacting with love? Are we choosing love first? Are we choosing love in our words, in our actions, in our thoughts, and how we respond to these people in our life? And I just feel that I've no- I noticed there came a point, and I still remember thinking to myself, I knew in my heart I was a compassionate, loving person, but I started realizing that wasn't how I was speaking. It wasn't how I was talking. It wasn't even how I was thinking. And I still, and I believe, I, I always say it's the devil that does this. He he thrives on our humanness and the things that can take us down all these bad roads. And I realized I was like, this isn't how I, who I want to be. I want to fill my kids up every day. I want when they get frustrated or they're doing something wrong, rather than beat them down and make them feel worse, I want to help pull them out of it. I want to encourage them. And I wasn't doing it. And you could tell when you're not doing it or you're getting frustrated because, yeah, everyone around you, you know, I've made jokes that I, you know, get up in the morning, I do my morning routine, I fill my head up, I fill myself up with all this good stuff, I feel all ready for the day. And then I walk out the door and you start interacting with people. And I joke about it, but it's easy to be happy and positive when you're by yourself and you're just in control of everything and quiet or, you know, you're doing whatever you want to do. And then you start interacting with people and it's challenging because people are in different moods, different, they, their morning started a different way. They didn't have a good night's sleep. They're, you know, maybe they're, they're being, they're anxious because they have a test today or they have an important meeting with their boss and you don't know any of these things, but Usually when something's weighing on us like that, it comes out in our reactions. I'm sure you guys can relate when you're anxious about one thing, maybe you're quick to respond or irritable with the people you love, the people that are close in your life. I know I'm this person and I'm working on it and I'm trying to improve it, but I really noticed it, especially with my teenager. And I just think it's easy with teenagers to get frustrated because they can respond you know, respond super short, somewhat rude, or sometimes not respond at all. And so we just get frustrated. And I, I first of all recommend before I even go further, if, if you are experiencing this, you have to read The Love Language of Teenagers, first of all. Um, and then there's another book, Parenting Beyond the Rules by Connie Albers. I've promoted both of these before, but I can't not promote them now. And then the one I'm reading now called Live Love Now, I do believe is going to be a good one as well by Rachel Macy Stafford, the hands-free mama. But so back to my story, I realized that I was I was responding with shortness and um, irritation and annoyance and aggravation. And it, we were just going down a bad road because there's no way... I'm sure there is a way, but it's hard for kids, teenagers, other people when you're responding that way or talking that way or finding all the wrong things for any of them to respond lovingly because they're, you know, you're making them feel terrible. And I'm not saying, you know, none of us are perfect. As Christians, we're not supposed to be perfect. We're supposed to be forgiving, get up every day and do the work and do the best we can and realize we make mistakes. But I began... And I told myself, I, I you know, was reading books and saying prayers and trying to read about it. And I realized I had to change. I had to stop how I was responding. And it took 
like I always say, when you really want to start and change something, get a good night's sleep, you know, fill yourself up with every bit of good you can, whether it's prayer, Bible, devotion, exercise, gratitude practice, um, all the things that make you feel good and strong, exercising, eating well, and start fresh. I said that I was going to stop reminding him all the time and stop um, you know, telling him, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Why haven't you done that? You know, all of the things that I was expecting him to do and he wasn't doing or expecting him to do on my time rather than, you know, whatever works for him, which is not how I would do it, but I need to let that go. And even the small criticisms, it's so easy to be like, you know, pick up your socks, why are your shoes here, clean your room, why haven't you studied yet, why are you doing that instead of studying, you got to get to bed, like everything that comes out of our mouth. Yes, we're parents and we need to parent, but I do think sometimes we have to back up and let some things just go and really, really pick what matters most. And that's what I did. I told myself I would remind him of things, but I would remind it in a kind, encouraging way. And I even told him this. I said, listen, I am not going to pester you all day like I was. I said, I will remind you of things. And if you need help, let me know. But I'm going to do my best to not nag you all, all day. And I, and I did this selfishly because I wanted to have a better interaction with him every day. I wanted to have a better relationship because we were very frustrated with each other. And so I started um, finding any bit of good every day I could. You know, good job getting up on your own today. That was awesome. Um, Thanks for putting that cup in the dishwasher. Anything, any small thing um, that was really sweet how you responded to your sister or your dad or whatever it was, any small thing you see, it doesn't have to be big or just, Hey, I'm really proud of, you know, what you've been doing in school lately. I'm really proud that you went on a jog a few days ago. Find good things to compliment those people around you. Same with your spouses. You know, I really appreciate what you do for us every day. Things that we don't maybe always say. So first, just make a list if you want of small things that you can say to encourage them. I started practicing grace. I really had to let go of things that were driving me nuts. And it's so easy to be picky about it, but it's also so pleasant after you get in the practice of it, of just letting things go. Like letting go of all these expectations we have, all these things that we are trying to make perfect or we're assuming they're going to do, just let them go. And realize, I always say as parents, we need to guide them. Like you can't stop parenting them because I feel like sometimes we think, well, first of all, our kids say to us, we're grown up now. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm 15, I'm this. And we can't stop parenting them. Yes, I think our parenting, we back off. And yes, there's a lot of things I think they have to learn on their own, but we cannot stop guiding them. We are their guide. Like we have to keep guiding them through life. But maybe it's not about cleaning their room, their bathroom, you know, where they put their cup or it, ju it just depends, I think. And maybe one day that is it because there's nothing else really. It, maybe everything else is good. So you just, I think you have to pick your battles each day. 
So let go of all that expectations and start practicing grace, forgiveness, and letting go. Okay, because we're all human and our kids, and I'm focusing a lot on kids because I think that that's a, especially teenagers, that can be a hard area because um, a lot of parents I know are going through that and just know they're not supposed to be perfect and we aren't either. We're all human and we need to, um, you know, show them our human side, show them our, you know, imperfections and, you know, kind of try to relate to them a little and say, you know, I remember when I was your age and I remember, you know, doing that as well. And just choose before you speak, keep telling yourself to choose love. So when you're frustrated, don't just react. Don't just respond. Don't keep digging. Don't say the obvious. I think some things are so obvious to them and why we feel that we need to say them. And this relates to all of our other relationships too, like respond, even friendships. So say um, whatever it is that you feel your friend is not, um, that, you know, responding to you or reaching out to you or who knows what it is. Choose love. Just choose to realize she's human too or he's human. Choose to realize that they got a lot on their back too and You'd be surprised how much relationships improve when you just choose to let go of expectations and respond with love. And especially with our spouse, I feel like this can be that battle because we could all day long find things wrong that we're doing because again, these are the people that we're doing life with. These are the people that we are like... um, you know, doing everything with day to day and they see all of it. So just choose to give them grace and truly respond with love. And sometimes I feel like this is when I got better about, because I knew I was not responding well. I knew that my voice and my tone was not well. I seriously had to, when I get myself frustrated or something would bother me, I had to take a walk. I had to go outside. I had to go away and take time to let whatever was stewing die down. And it will if you let it. Talk to God, realize, and it depends. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you to let go of something that's really serious or terrible. I would hope that you understand. I'm talking about the day-to-day annoyances that can lead to just not being nice to each other rather than just being they're human. They got a lot on them. They weren't thinking straight. They didn't really mean that. I'm just going to choose grace and forgiveness and move on. And you'd be surprised if you don't tackle that argument about them leaving their dishes all over or maybe them forgetting what you told them yesterday or maybe they didn't respond well or, you know, whatever it is, those small things that aggravate us through the day. You'd be surprised how it just passes and those things seem to honestly not be there as much because you're not focusing on them as much. When we get in that cycle of not choosing love, I think all of a sudden we're like not focusing on love and we're in a cycle of finding all the bad things and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and almost looking for the fight. But once we start pausing and really just hold your tongue, pause, hold your tongue and pray and just tell yourself, I want to choose love. I want to respond with love. I want to give them grace. I want to, you know, just forgive them for that and move on. I don't want to tackle that and make that an argument. And with our kids, I think we have to remember they're children. Even if they're teenagers, 
they're so young. We are here to help them grow and learn. And that's where our guidance comes in. And we have to be their encourager. We have to be their encourager. We have to show them love so that they know how to love themselves and know that unconditional love and just celebrate all their little things and just let them know that regardless and, and sometimes I think you just need to say it and maybe you don't realize you've never said it, but that you love them no matter what. And I'm not saying, I think we always tell our kids we love them, love them. But have you ever sat them down and said, listen, I need you to know because I don't know if I've ever said it, but regardless of the choices you make, I love you. Regardless, I'm here for you. Regardless of even when I'm upset or I think you haven't made a good choice, I love you. And that's what unconditional love is. And sometimes that might be a really hard conversation when you're frustrated with your kid, but you'd be surprised how you might just get in a little bit to help them feel that love that maybe they're not feeling. You might think, I've told them I love them all along. But if your daily interactions are always like irritated and frustrated and grouchy, they're not feeling your love right now. They're not. And we've all been teenagers and we've all been on the other side of that with whoever, whatever relationship. So choose to rather than be upset with what everyone else is doing, rather than blame and complain everyone else and how they're acting, you choose to be the change. You choose to be the one. Someone in your family has to rise up and be the one that wants to show everyone love. Show them love by how you talk. Show them love by being kind to yourself and loving yourself so that hopefully they'll be that way. And you can show them love by not judging, criticizing, and constantly reminding them of what they're doing wrong or what you don't like or what you don't agree with. They don't need to hear any of that, really. If they ask, you'd be surprised if you stop judging and criticizing and reminding they might actually ask you for your opinion. You'd be surprised. And sometimes, maybe it's not what you say or do. Maybe you just need to be with them. Just riding along in the car and not saying anything. Just being with them. Sitting next to them on the couch. Just hanging out with them outside. And, you know, a lot of times people say their kids don't want to be hugged anymore. And I get in public or around their friends. and But I guarantee they still want to hug if you're at home. So even if you think your kids don't want it, give them a hug each day. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them no matter what. And tell them as well, I've told my kids as well too, explain to them grace and forgiveness and how I always give them grace. I give myself grace. And most importantly, before I wrap this up, be sure that you remind them not only do you always love them, but that God always loves them no matter what, no matter their choice, no matter what they do, God will always love them. And I think we think some of this is so obvious, but when we get into the the grind of the day, the stress and the responsibility of our lives, sometimes it kind of gets pushed to the side and love that seems so simple is not there in the everyday life, even though you know you love them. But is your, is your home a place where your kids feel comfortable, 
They feel love. They are around people that are making them feel good. Because we as parents, regardless of what they're doing, yes, we have to parent them. And yes, there are consequences to their actions. But let us please, please rise up and continue to guide them, encourage them, and celebrate them in all that they do. Because they, I promise you, are not getting this other places. And this, again, is for our spouse and for other people, because where are they getting that? They're not getting that either. So let us be the force that that provides this in our house, that shows love and how we talk, what we do, encouraging each other, celebrating each other, all of it. So the takeaway this week, first of all, is show your kids to love by loving yourself. And I'm challenging you, challenging you in all that you do in your relationship. That, with your relationships this week is to think and choose love. So I just want you to think about it. Before you speak, is it a loving tone? Whatever you have to say, is it something loving that's going to make someone feel good? So I want you to truly pause and think about that. And the resources I already said to you, um, the book that I'm reading, Live Love Now, I do believe is a good one, even though I just started it. Um, by Rachel Macy Stafford. And then the other two were geared more towards teenagers. But if you have teenagers, I strongly recommend The Love Languages of Teenagers and Parenting Beyond the Rules by Connie Albers. Really good books. So um, just remember, just remember that the greatest of these is love, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And as Christians, we're not supposed to be perfect. We're supposed to be forgiving and encouraging and loving. So none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. So just break those barriers down and truly, truly get vulnerable and be real with your kids and your spouse and all of the loved ones in your life and just truly, truly talk to them with love. And I'm encouraging myself and challenging myself to pay attention to that this week too. So thanks for being here. Have a great week. And talk to you soon. Bye. I appreciate you sharing this time with me today. I am grateful you are here. And if you have anyone that you feel could also benefit from this encouragement, please share it with them today. You can also add a quick review on iTunes, which would mean the world to me and help me just to make this better for each and every one of you out there. I will be here each week, so please be sure to subscribe to the podcast or join me at kellyrenato.com to get the latest episode and more tools to help you on your journey to feel your best and enjoy every single day exactly where you are. I would love to have you join my journey and let's all add good, healthy vibes anywhere we can every single day. Enjoy your week and embrace the season you're in. And I look forward to next week. Take care. Bye-bye.